Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In Acts chapter 3, we read, that faith in the name of Jesus, healed the lame man. Then in Acts chapter 4, Peter says, It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. And in verse 30 of the same chapter, now, Lord, consider their threats, and enable your servants, to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal, and perform signs, and wonders, through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke the word of God boldly. In this message, David wants to challenge you, to be bold in your faith to believe for miracles, to put your trust in the name of Jesus. Before David ministers today's word, we want to thank you for continuing to support our humanitarian and spiritual relief efforts in Ukraine. To make a donation, please visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. When the miracles happened in chapter 3, uh, this is what uh, Peter again is saying. He's saying, uh, his, when they healed the lame man at the gate of the temple, it's the name of Jesus through faith in his name has made this man strong. And so what happened was the miracles happened in the name of Jesus by the power of God in Peter and John and all the other disciples. So it was a demonstration of the power of God. Come on, we've got to, we've got to get back to this. We've got to see this today because what is the purpose? I mean, I, I meet so many people and I'm going to be dealing with charismatic Catholics. We, we meet so many people who say, oh yes, I've received the Holy Spirit and some of them do speak in tongues. But I'm going to raise the question, I can speak in tongues more than anybody, but you don't very often hear me do it simply because in my life I need something more, something greater. I want to see the miracles of healing. I want to see the blind eyes open. I want to see the cripples walking. I want to see the name of Jesus uplifted and just speaking in tongues doesn't do this. I want to exalt the name of Jesus by simply as I go out to do what Jesus did to say in the name of Jesus by the power of Jesus name and through the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent to me I can do this and we need to see the demonstration of the power of God today. And the more you look through, because you, what you happen is fine, the time you got to Acts chapter 4, they were so shaken by the preaching of, of Peter and John, that's when they want to put them in prison. And it says that now, this time, 5,000 came to Christ. <laughs> so in the first one in chapter 2, it's 3,000. Now here by chapter 4, it's 5,000 come to Christ. And if you look right through, I've got my Bible marked uh, in it's chapter 4, verse 13. The people saw the boldness in Peter of John. And uh, 
in verse 30 of chapter 4, uh, by uh, chapter 29, now, Lord, behold, their threatenings grant unto thy servants that with all boldness, come on, where's the boldness in the church? Come on. Uh, this is Holy Spirit boldness, not fear. You know, that early church had more to be afraid of in persecution than we have today, but we need boldness. And so uh, they prayed and said, Now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak your word, and that by stretching forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child Jesus. So what was expected that through this uh, indwelling now of the Holy Spirit, they would be able in the name of Jesus to work the miracles. We need to see the miraculous power back in the church today. And all of this is a witness of two things. Firstly, it's a witness of the power of the Holy Spirit. But secondly, it's the testimony that Jesus is alive. That it's happened because of his resurrection. That's why in Acts 4, in verse 33, it says, with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And it's because he is alive. If only we understood what God is trying to say to us through the word and what we need today is, yes, I'll put it very simply, uh, we lack leadership because the scripture is very clear. Uh, where there is no vision, the people perish, and nobody can lead without a vision and a plan and a purpose. Uh, there's a lot of criticism about our, our government in Britain at the moment, but it's largely because they have lost the vision. Come on, that's what's wrong. They've lost the vision. The same thing is applying in America. The same thing is applying all across Europe. The only one at the moment in, in Europe with a vision is Putin in Russia. And he's becoming almost unstoppable because he has a purpose and a vision. He may be wrong. But you see, why was it that in the 1930s that even the churches and the Christians followed Hitler. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> if you realize it or not, they did. Why? Because after years of weakness and indecision following the end of the First World War and the emasculation of, uh, of Germany, here was a man with a vision and a plan for the future. And we in the church have to present the vision for the future and for today. And people will grasp that vision. And that's why the scripture says, where there is no vision, the people die. And the church will die when there's no vision. And if the church is dying, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be very blunt and straight with you. If the people are leaving the churches, and if the churches are losing their, their, their numbers and the congregations are falling, why? The whole thing behind it is the leaders have lost the vision. And people will follow a man with a vision. And 
I want to make it absolutely clear a lot. Uh, okay, I've had 70, almost 72 years of experience and the fire hasn't gone out in me, I can tell you, if you know me, I think the fire in me is burning more strongly now than it ever did in my life. And when I think back to who and what I was um, in my younger days, even in my 20s and possibly even into my 30s, I certainly didn't have the fire, the determination that I've got now. It's growing in intensity. And the fact is this, that when the Lord called me out of the church, he said something very strange to me because I can remember he, he said to me, uh, he said to me, David, he said, shut up, stop talking, go out and do all the things that you're telling other people to do and don't come back till you've done it. And the thing is, that's what I've done for the last 60 years, 50 years, it's out there doing it. And I'm back to tell you it works. You can. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is powerful in us. And we can do the miracles. We can do things. But we've got to be like that early church and have a personal Pentecost, which enables us to rebel against the links. Uh, Oh, I sometimes think the church is in chains. We've got to break out of the chains. When I was in that prison, somebody wrote to me and say, oh, isn't it a miracle they didn't kill you? You might be there 20 years, but you're still alive. No, I rebelled against that. And it was actually rebellion in me that made me pray, oh, Lord, get me out of here. Your word is true. I mean, that's why twice I've had cancer. You know, when I... In 1964, I had throat cancer, and in 2003, I had uh, lung cancer. And on both occasions, I refused to have treatment, and I simply said, Oh, God, you break this curse and heal me. How can I? And I actually said this uh, 20 years ago when I had the lung cancer. I said, Lord, I cannot, I will not go back into Russia preaching that you're a God of power and miracles if I lose my lung or if I have chemotherapy. I said, I will only go back if you work a miracle and I can be the living witness and testimony that the miracles of the Bible happen today. Oh, I tell you what, I'm stirred and I'm challenged. I want to pray, Father, just raise up a new generation of leaders in, not only in Britain, but all over Europe, who will believe the Bible and go out and put it into practice and give me strength until they do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Your faith can move mountains, calm storms, stop the mouths of lions, even raise the dead. This is a faith beyond. A powerful, miraculous gift, operating under the power of the Holy Spirit, which will enable the greater works that Jesus promised. In David Hathaway's new book, you can discover a faith beyond. Because there are no limits to God's power. Order your copy today. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Will you help us support Ukraine? Working with churches, pastors, and chaplains living in Ukraine, our goal is to support internally displaced persons, the vulnerable, the sick, 
and the wounded, still living in the besieged cities of Ukraine. As you listen to this podcast today, our staff are helping people who live near the front line of this war. We are providing humanitarian aid, supplying first aid kits, providing spiritual aid through the distribution of Bibles and the support of chaplains and pastors. And we are also providing accommodation to displaced persons. People need relief, but they also need to have peace, safety and hope. That is why victory is our key and strategic goal. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.